Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Rumby Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie. If Brupolo was in Cockrum. Oh, God. Yeah, that'd be a little weird. <laughs> be a little weird. Ah. I wasn't going there. I was uh I was actually looking down here in Tate County and was probably gonna go with Pogueville. But then I saw Cockrum up here on uh and it's spelled the way you think. Uh well, I'm sure it is. Up here on the uh, on the map, and I was like, ah, we'll go with that today. Why not? So there you go. Uh, wherever you live in our great state, if you want to enjoy delicious Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's just a click away. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, and they'll deliver it right to your door. Remember, when you work with Strange Brew Coffeehouse, that is a bulldog initiative business. Robbie has got like the most disappointed look on his face right now. It's just like, I hate you so much. <laughs> you just you just make it so, so difficult for me. This, I this is can't, I can't resist. Are you saying that I make it hard for you? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's why I went with difficult. I had to think about what am I going to say here. Oh, I, I knew you were going to say that, so I, I went. That I guy's went with going to message difficult. us again. We got to let's get back on track here. I mean, we were already off to a bad start. Uh, college Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. I had a I had a good experience yesterday. Somebody on uh on on three. This is new message board. They uh. They asked, where can you find an MSU pullover? So I sent him a link to uh, College Corner, and boom, he ordered it. I wish it was all that easy. He just put a link out there, and everybody orders it. So, But he had it. It was an That's awesome, pretty easy. awesome brand-new po- pullover uh, with the MSU interlocking logo on it. Fantastic stuff. They've got plenty of great stuff over at College Corner. If you haven't already, check it out, collegecornerstore.com, or their two locations in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant for lunch, for dinner, for Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. And it's just that that easy, guys. When you want to have the best blue plate lunch in town, you go to Restaurant Tyler. Fried chicken, fried catfish, pork chops, shrimp, meatloaf, hamburger steak. I mean, it's all the classics and all you know, mac and cheese, cheese grits, lima beans, collard greens. I mean, they got it all. It, it's, it is Southern cooking at its best. It's there every day for you at lunch. Enjoy a great blue plate lunch whenever you visit the restaurant, Tyler. 
16 priority one bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Guys, banking locally, just as important as shopping and eating locally. It's about strong communities, and that's what you do when you bank with priority one. If you live in central Mississippi, there is a branch near you. So give them a call. Come by and see them. Come by and meet those people, and you're going to find out that you already knew a lot of them anyway because they're in your community. And then when you need to talk to somebody about finances, you've got somebody there that you trust, that you know. You're not dealing with a corporate bank full of people you've never heard of. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. No uh, football press conference today, so nothing to report to you from from Zach Arnett. Be back at that uh, on uh, on next Monday. But we're going to lead with basketball today, and you know, not obviously this is old news at this point. Uh, it came out after we recorded on Thursday, uh, and then yesterday's pod we obviously don't devote it to the to the game. But Tolu Smith has suffered an injury. Uh, of some sort to his foot, and the per per coach Chris Jans, who who put out the information on Thursday, will be out until sometime. And this is a quote during SEC play. Now, that could mean the first week of SEC play. It could mean the middle of SEC play. It could mean towards the end of SEC play. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Um, but that is a devastating blow for a team that was you know getting so much hype and had so much excitement surrounding it preseason. I guess the good news is, as we've talked about, they returned all of the other starters. They've added a couple of key pieces through the transfer portal. It still has the look of a team that can be good, but the difference between good and great is probably going to be out for a few months, Robbie. Yeah, there's no doubt. This is an extremely tough blow because when you look back at last year, the reason Mississippi State got into the NCAA tournament was what they did in the non-conference slate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it just was. They had <clears throat> some big wins against uh, Utah, and I think it was was it Utah and Marquette. Marquette, Marquette was yeah. a big win for them. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> you know, it was that kind of put them over the top. When you look at it, when they're the, like the last four in or whatever it was, that's that's kind of the difference. So it just makes your non-conference that much more important at this point. Mississippi State can't trip up in non-conference play. And I, I'm not sure when Tolo will be back. You know, some early rumblings that I'd heard was around Christmas he would be good to go. That's great news. If that's the Saying, case. you know, Christian saying sometime in SEC play is kind of scary to think about. But if State is going to make the NCAA tournament, they need Tolo Smith at some point this season – but before then, you have to be pretty good. I think the NCAA tournament, uh, the NCAA committee will look at that and say hey, Taylor Smith was out for the non-conference slate, and that you'll have a little bit of leeway there. But State can't go into conference play with five non-conference losses or something. You know, it would be kind of disastrous. So find a way to get out of that thing, survive it. I mean, because you have Keyshawn Murphy out too. So two of your post players are going to be out for – if not all a non-conference play, most of it. So you're asking Jimmy Bell to do some big things in non-conference. You're asking probably Cam Matthews to slide down to play a bigger role. You know, DJ Jeffrey's probably going to have to play uh, slide a little bit, maybe not the center, but, you know, small forward, power forward. You're going to have to play a little smaller than you usually do, and you're going to have to hit shots. I mean, the, the guards are going to have to be – really good in non-conference. But, I mean, the good news is 
you look really healthy at that that spot, point guard, and the two and the three. You're looking really healthy there. You returned basically everybody, and Rams Davis is back healthy. So you're going to be relying heavily on those guys in the non-conference portion of the schedule. Jimmy Bell is the guy that you know you, you have to keep an eye on at this point because you know was brought in to sort of play the role that Will McNair played a season ago. I thought Will McNair was quality for Mississippi State last year when he was when he was called upon. He delivered, played well. Now you bring in Jimmy Bell, who you know his resume is that of a guy who started basically every game for an NCAA tournament team a season ago. His st- statistics weren't otherworldly or anything like that, but he has plenty of experience. So what you said, yeah, obviously that's going to have to be the case, that State's going to have to depend more on guard play and that, you know, Bell is going to have to be a guy who can who can just sort of clean things up for you around the rim, obviously give you some defensive presence, some rebounding. I don't know how much of a score you can put him on. If you're Jans, do you maybe look at, hey, we've got this, we've got a lot of guards. Do you, do you play fast? Do you play small? Do you go maybe Davis, Shaq Moore, uh, Josh Hubbard? You know, Taylor and 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 Bell or Cam. I mean, how how small can you go in in that situation? I mean, I, Shaq Moore and uh, and Rams Davis are pretty good rebounding guards as well. So I, I don't know if that's the way you want to go, but I definitely if I'm if I'm Jans, I'm thinking maybe I want to play a little bit more in transition than a little than in the half court without Tolu there. Yeah, you got to think they're going to change it up a little bit there and have a little bit different style than what they expect to have whenever Tolu's back. Uh, you almost have to. You're almost going to have to run a little faster. Try to try to run on some teams. Defense, I don't. I don't have any issues with. I think they're still going to be really yeah, good on the defensive side of the ball. I agree. But yeah, offensively, you're going to have to knock down some shots. That that was a given anyway. I mean, that was going to be a big part of your team this year anyway. If you're going to have some success, you're going to have to be a lot better from three-point range. So that's kind of what I'm watching in the early part of the schedule is how much better are they shooting the ball from the outside, from mid-range and all that, because they're going to need to be. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a situation where your rebounding is going to be affected heavily because you have uh, Tolu and Keyshawn Murphy. And, you know, Keyshawn isn't the rebounder that Tolu is, but – He's a big body in there. So you're going to have, you know, Cam Matthews is going to be tussling with some bigger guys down low. You're going to have to use that to your advantage. I mean, that they're going to have a little more speed and a, um, agility down there. So you'll just have to use it to your advantage and, and try to do everything that you possibly can to keep your head above water. The good news for Mississippi State is that if – they are able to survive and thrive without Tolu. I mean, you talk about putting yourself in a great position for, for, for the for the postseason. Because any if let's say state loses three non-conference games. And I might be being optimistic. I don't know if, if I am or not. I, I need to see this team play without Tolu to be able to really tell you. But if they do that and then Tolu comes back and they're really good, it's gonna be like, wow, I mean. The NCAA tournament committee, whether they admit to it or not, will tell you they 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 give you some some leeway when you have a player out for an extended period of time. They they give you that well, it's not the same team without him, kind of thing. So state can survive some losses in the non conference. They don't have to go undefeated. They don't have to have only one loss. 
But they do. But like you said earlier, they can't lose five, six games, anything like that, because then it becomes a situation you get into conference play and you, and you have to win like twelve. And I mean that might be tough. I think the conference is going to be very good this year. I think it's it's got a lot of balance. I think it's got a lot of, of teams. That, it, there's going to be a lot of uh, an air of uh, anybody can win. You know, even some of the teams towards the bottom of the conference are going to be you know, Georgia and South Carolina. They, they can go. They can get you on the. On, I mean, it happened last year. It's, uh, uh, Georgia got Mississippi State. Um, so without Tolu, and again, you know, if you're if you're what you heard is correct, and, and obviously that's not a report, that's just a rumor. But if they, if he's back by Christmas, then it's, it's it's almost no it's almost no worries. You can you can perform well in conference play. The thing you do worry about, obviously, is the later it takes him to get back. It's not like a, a, most players anyway. Not like they come back and they're immediately the same guy. It takes a, a, a few games to get back into shape and to get back into the the swing of things. So you you know the later in the season it happens, that's 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 an issue. Well, let's just sort of talk from an emotional. Standpoint. This sucks. All right, this is a team that people were really excited about, and then to not only lose a starter, but to lose the the pre. I mean, a lot of the SEC ballots are already in for media days, uh, which I think is is next week. I mean, there's a chance Tolu Smith is going to be named SEC Player of the Year. He'll definitely be on enough t- ballots to be first team All SEC. And, and now you, you lose him for this long. This is just a brutal, brutal blow. And it's also a brutal blow for Tolu, who could have gone pro or could have, you know, could have been in the transfer portal. Instead, he comes back and he's he's poised to have a huge senior year and lead this team back to the NCAA tournament. And he has to deal with this. Yeah, and you know, it's it's really difficult. I feel worse for Tolu on this than than anybody. Um, you know, because this is a guy looking forward to his best season yet, and he has to deal with this. It's just really tough. It's part of the it's part of the game, man. It's part of the game that that uh, these guys love. Uh, you're gonna have bumps and bruises. You're gonna have serious injuries. You're gonna have uh, setbacks, and that's what Tolo's dealing with here. And I, I can promise you, he's gonna come out of this, you know, fired up. But when is that gonna happen? Is the big question for Mississippi State. They needed to happen sooner rather than later. But you want to make sure that he's healthy enough to get out of there first. Yeah, no no question about that. So, hopeful hopeful to be talking to Christians this week uh a little later in the week as we do our bi-week blitz. He's the only coach I haven't locked in yet. I have interviews locked in with coach Armstrong, coach Purcell, coach Lamonis and coach Ricketts. He's the only one I'm still waiting on. So hopefully I will get that confirmation later today. He will join me on Thunder and Lightning live Wednesday night. Uh, so hopefully that we'll get to talk to him and then have a little bit more information uh, to pass along. I'm still excited. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm still excited for basketball season. I still think this team has enough leadership and enough talent to to, to get it done. And it's just gonna it's just gonna be you know, Jimmy Bell just needs to be a guy who you can get eight to ten points and six to seven rebounds a game out of. That's that, if yeah. he can deliver that, you're fine. You're fine. You're not. You're not asking for 16, 17, 18 points a game out of him. And then I think because I think Taylor brings a lot to the offense, and I think Hubbard is going to bring something to this offense as well. So, and of course, they could just play like last year, Robbie, and just say the hell with it, and uh, we're just not going to let anybody else score. Which yeah might be the case. Hey, it could be. I mean, if you you could be winning ball games with sixty five points again. Which I, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody would complain about if they're winning. 
especially if you're gambling. You know, you can bet those unders. Good times. There you go. All right. Uh, Mississippi State, Arkansas, 11 a.m. kick on October the 21st. So after the bye week, the Bulldogs. I, I'm sort of surprised by that, 11 a.m. You know, 11 a.m., we've talked about it, has become kind of a, a big game, right, to, to lead out of game day with a big game, try to keep everybody on ESPN. I really thought Ole Miss-Auburn, with Ole Miss being ranked and with all that storyline of Hugh Freeze getting a, a, his first shot at Ole Miss, I really thought that would be the 11 a.m. game. I thought State would get that 6 o'clock uh, uh, kick. But no, State gets the 11 a.m. game. Ole Miss-Albert uh, is 6 o'clock. Your 2.30 game is the third Saturday in October, which thankfully actually is the third Saturday in October this year. And that's okay. uh, Alabama-Tennessee. <sighs> this is the best possible scenario for State in terms of bye week in that State's off and, and Arkansas is playing Alabama. Mm-hmm. It just couldn't get any better. For Mississippi State, they 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 really need Alabama to rough them up a little bit. I I think Alabama's starting to to catch fire a little bit. They are. I'm not shocked at all. I, I knew this was going to happen with them. They were going to figure it out at some point. You got to hit Alabama early. Um, if there's if they're struggling, the years that they do struggle, it's it's usually early on in the season. It seems like. Yeah. Um, and they're. I mean, you look at the rest of the schedule, man. I mean. They're going to score a lot of points on LSU, and I feel like their defense is going to be able to limit LSU. So that game, to me, right now at Alabama, I'm taking Bama in that game. I mean, oh, who yeah, else, big time, big time. Who else do they have that you feel like could beat them? I mean, we've, we've talked. The only one, but that's at Alabama as well. Alabama and Tennessee has not looked great. Um, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Bama doesn't look good and all this. Well, Still looks like they're going to go undefeated in SEC play. Yeah, I mean, at Kentucky is probably their toughest game. Yeah. Well, at at Auburn, I mean, that's always weird. The Iron Bowl is always, especially when it's at Auburn. Yes. So I don't know, but the schedule is not daunting. Rest of the way, it really isn't. The SEC is just not good this year. Right. Um. But back on the state game, Arkansas feels like they're teetering a little bit. I know they've I know they played LSU close, I know they played Ole Miss close, but you got the stuff with Dan Enos where he's like, you know, answering fans' emails, going back and forth with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, their offense just looked wretched the other day against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. It just looks antiquated and out of place. They they're not utilizing KJ Jefferson the right way. You know, Rocket Sanders is probably gonna be taking some hits again this weekend. How healthy is he going to be? <clears throat> this is a game that State must win. I mean, we talked about the must win at South Carolina. They didn't do it. This is a must win here. I feel like South Carolina is a better team than Arkansas right now, uh, with the exception maybe on the defensive side of the ball. I think Arkansas's defense is solid. They fly to the ball. They hit hard. They get good pressure. So that's going to be a challenge for Mississippi State. But if State's defense – is not, you know, letting Arkansas look like, you know, a Kendall Bryles offense next mm-hmm. week. I feel like the offense is going to be able to score some points. State can win this game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but what? Who? who's worse on that game, on that day, uh, is the question. Arkansas's offense or State's defense? Usually really, usually really bad defense mm-hmm. usually succumbs to bad offense. Agreed. I agree. So I think I think uh, we I think we're in we're in store for a shootout. I'll be honest with you. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. 
Yeah, I have no faith in State's defense at this no. point. I mean, at least at least Arkansas has, you know, KJ Jefferson and that there was a few plays in that game where he just kind of willed himself to first downs and like it was just it was kind of winning plays in spite of Dan Enos. Mm-hmm. Like that could be the case in this one. If they if they decide we're just gonna run like read option mm-hmm. and we're just gonna, you know, that every now and then like I'll pull it and throw it down the field, Miss State's in trouble. So, I, but I don't know. Uh, that's I think playing at 11 a.m. is going to be a sleepy crowd. Um, Arkansas will have lost four straight SEC games to start mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hopefully at that point Arkansas is ready to tap and would have that's, lost. That's your what, best chance. Five in a row at that point. Is that I think that's right. They yeah. lost to BYU. Yeah. So they've lost. If you don't win this game, man, like I, I don't have any faith in them beating Auburn at this point. Auburn's well, defense is really ask good. You, is it imperative to you that they go two and zero, or is one and one going to be enough? I, I think because we're just talking in terms of six wins, right? Yeah. Do they have? Obviously, they have to win one of them. But is one enough for you? I, I would take one win out of the two. Mm-hmm. You, know, you win two and you're you're in great, great shape. Game. You're right back on you're the track. Right back where I said they were going to be. I was, yeah, you I was would, looking around, going, "Are they going to win eight? Yeah, you somehow beat Arkansas in Auburn. Then you start to gain a little confidence. Then you you're sitting there looking at, you know, you're going to have your your sixth win, um, either against Kentucky or Southern Miss. So I mean, it, it's it's important to grab one of these two because I don't don't think they're going to beat a And M. I don't feel great about Auburn. I do feel like they can win this game. But having watched Arkansas, Arkansas's offense is just so bad. I mean, if the defense cannot win some possessions in that one, then they're just not going to do it against anybody outside of maybe Southern. I agree. I agree. But it's a good game time for a road win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's the other thing, too. Yeah. 11 a.m., the road team always benefits from an 11 a.m. kick. I mean, yes. I know, obviously, LSU is a lot better than Mississippi State, but LSU won here. LSU won at Missouri uh, this past week. Um, there was oh, uh, now Kentucky handled Florida pretty easily, but I think that's just I just don't think Florida is very good. The, the the road team benefits from the 11 a.m. kick more times than not. So we'll see if that's going to be the case for Mississippi State. Although a lot of you guys are out there asking about Will Rogers about injuries. There's a lot of stuff going around on Twitter. There's, there's no update. You know, with not having a press conference today, um, obviously couldn't ask Arnett about that or anything like that. Cannot imagine there'll be any kind of official update on Will prior to next Monday. Uh, if they if there is an official update on Will between now and next Monday, I would surmise that it will be bad, that it would be something that he's out for an extended period of time. They're not going to let us know that, no, no, he's fine until then. But even then, on Monday, you know, Arnett's pretty tight-lipped on injury, so we may not find out uh, that on. But would that be the uh, on the sixteenth? So we'll see. You see a tweet that you like, you want to retweet it? Feel free. Just know that if you tweet at me and say I heard this, I will keep that receipt. If you are wrong, you will hear back from me on that. So <laughs> I don't have any time for that. All right, let's move on into our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef—it's what's for dinner. Guys, if you are cooking out this weekend, make sure it's beef on the grill. You got, got nothing going on. It's college football. Great Saturday to enjoy the, our favorite sport. Do it with the grill fired up and do it with some steaks out there. Maybe a tri-tip. Some I saw somebody uh, who did a picanha this past weekend. Uh, that's what they texted into Food Friday. 
That's a great piece of meat if you can get one. They're just the best options out there are all the beef. So fire up the grill, fire up your family, because they'll be fired up when they find out they're having beef tonight. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Guys, Two Brothers Smoked Meats on a college football Saturday. It's just, it's just tough to beat. But it's also great on a random Tuesday. It's great for Thursday at lunch. It's, it's, it's just the place to go. It's not just barbecue. It is smoked southern soul food, and it's a Bulldog Initiative supporting business. So if you haven't already, make it a trip to Two Brothers this week to enjoy some smoked southern soul food. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing it for 48 years. Guys, they stay open because they take care of you. When you make a sale with Advantage Business Systems, you know that if something goes wrong and you need service, you're going to be able to take be taken care of by the same people who made you the sale. No 1-800 numbers, no call centers, no out-of-state technicians, Mississippi people, and a lot of times they can solve your issues the very same day because they're in Mississippi just like you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. A great-looking polo or pullover waiting for you. They've got the logos you want, the state script, the M over S, the interlocking MSU. They've got great name brands, and they've got the service that comes from one of the South's top men's clothing stores. If you haven't looked at it already, check it out online, therogue.com, and look at the collegiate collection. Of course, you know, we hit on the collegiate collection, guys. I mean, if you're looking, if you need a new suit, you need, you know, new new menswear, you know, shoes, everything, it's right there at the Rogue. So check it out. Check out therogue.com or shop at the Rogue and Jackson. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Robbie Falk has picked up a game on me. I am now one game ahead after six weeks. Thanks to uh I should have done what Mark Titus did, by the way. Yeah. So so are, I don't know if you're listening to Brandon's new podcast with Mark Titus, right? So they don't make picks, they make choices. They don't have they don't have picks. But what Brandon or what Titus does is he makes obvious picks. Like he'll take like the money line when Alabama plays uh, Middle Tennessee State. He's like, I'm, I got Alabama this week. <laughs> Whereas Brandon actually makes like real picks, which he went zero and three on last week. Not 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 a great job for Brandon Walker. But last week he took the Tigers to win the Missouri LSU game. Oh my God! So he got the win. <laughs> last week's choices for him were ridiculous. He picked the Western Kentucky Louisiana Tech game, which was played on Thursday for their Friday podcast. He's like, I was going to take them, so I'll just take that right now. Is that just like a gimmick or like Yeah, it is. They're just... not doing it for anything, but and then he took state in the money line and then he took the Tigers to win the LSU Missouri game. So well, unfortunately, you, you and I can't pull that off. So let's jump in. Uh eleven AM. Here's another one. I think the road team has a really good chance here. Uh Georgia <laughs> at Vanderbilt. They got a real good chance of Taking over the stadium, they do. They do. I, I, I oh, Vanderbilt that. looks as bad as as what they have. There, we thought they were I, pretty good. I don't know. I mean, do we need to do a podcast? Why we were wrong about Vanderbilt? <laughs> I guess they have lost. 
One, two, three. They've lost five straight games. Mm-hmm. Make it six. And I mean, none of them are really like they they lost like a three point game to UNLV, but all of them are double digits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to lose this one too. Yeah. Bad. All right. So Georgia that, sleepwalks through this one and wins by three touchdowns. Yeah. Also, Arkansas, what, what's the spread on this game? Sure, I'll be happy to tell you. I mean, That's always kind of tough on, on game games like this. Like, will these teams cover? You want to guess because, the spread? Uh, 26 and a half. 31 and a half. Woo-hoo. So, number one is a 31 and a half favor, point favorite on the road. Number two is a 33-and-a-half point favorite at home as Michigan takes on our Hoosiers from Indiana. Eh. Eh. What's Alabama against Arkansas? I'll be happy to answer that question. Only 19-and-a-half. Respectable. Well, that's where we are right now. Alabama hosting Arkansas. That's one where I think the road team might struggle a little bit, Robbie. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case. Yeah, we'll both take the case. It's going to be a big win for Alabama. All right. Texas A&M at Tennessee. Maybe the most intriguing game this month. This is a huge game. Is A&M not ranked? They lost this week. They weren't ranked last week. Well, I guess that's my question. They were not ranked before they played Alabama. Really? Yeah, the pollsters were just like, we are Nobody has some proof. Nobody has all right. Nobody has any faith. And they, I mean, I'm, they only lost by six to Bama. I've got a, I'm going to make my pick and then I've got a hot take. I've got a, I got an overreaction. Call it what you will. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Tennessee. This is Jimbo Fisher's last game. Oh, he gets fired this week? If at four and three? Yeah. I'm saying he gets fired. Petrino takes over. I, I mean, that's yeah. And then they figure it out after that. At four and three, they still have to play Ole Miss, so that's they're going to lose that one. Jimbo never beats them, and then I, I, I mean they're probably seven and five. They're going to fire him anyway. Might as well get a head start. I just don't think A and M is as bad as people think. Doesn't matter if they're not winning games though. Are they going to beat Tennessee at Tennessee? Oh, I don't think they will. I don't mm-hmm. think he gets fired, but. Tennessee's been pretty good last couple weeks. They're going to score some points on that defense. I, can A&M keep up is the question. I'm, I'm going Tennessee here with it okay. being on the road. I, I, just, I have no faith in A&M winning a big road game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. That would be wild if he got fired. Wow. But you could see it, right? I, yeah, I could see it. They're just tired of it. At four I mean, and yeah. three, they're just like, we're going seven and five. Let's just go ahead and fire. I, you want to hear my short list for them? It's three people. So you got Lane Kiffin? No, no, not not at AM. I just don't think he fits there. Um I'd I disagree. I, I, I think I'd, he would fit there. I'd call him. I'd call him. I don't think he'd go to AM. That's just me. My short list is Mike Elko, who's already been there. Jeff Brom, who might be tough because he's at his alma mater. Or you can push all in. Oh, that wouldn't be tough at all. Or push all in and go Urban Meyer. Oof. So Lane Kiffin wouldn't fit, but that guy would? Oh, Urban Meyer would fit perfectly. That guy's a chameleon. He'll he'll fit anywhere you need him to. I think Lane would fit there, too. At the bar. Hey. So they have... They're going to beat South Carolina. I think they can beat Ole Miss. I think they're going to beat State. I mean, I, I only see one more loss on the schedule for them. 
That's still it's too bad. many, but LSU. They 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 at at Ole Miss is going to be tough for them. Kiffa, Kiffa, it'll, it'll be tough, but the, yeah, Kiffa, but Kiffa I think their defense. I think their defense is a lot better this year. It is, it and is. their offense. But I think their offense is better. Is better. I mean, I, and that game is in Oxford, and what I mean, Ole Miss could be like eight and one when they play that game or something like that. They'd be on the out. They'd be on the the the, the outside, you know, of of the, of you know, playing in a huge bowl game. That, that, I'm just telling you, I'm not gonna be surprised. Yeah, that. that's usually whenever they lose. It is. I grant you that. But <clears throat> I they they've lost the the Miami game. I get it, but other than that, they've been. Solid. They have, I, been. you know, I, but just losing to Alabama. Game, I don't know. But if they lose this game, they they will quit. They might. They might. All right. So we're we're at the very game. least. At the very least, it is you know malpractice what they've done with that right. with the roster of the years. I and mean, look at it. Look at a nice Smith right now. Yeah, no, I agree. All right. Hidden in plain sight on the SEC network: Florida <laughs> at South Carolina. Two disappointing teams there in the East. Who you got? Ugh, nobody wins this. <laughs> um, I think I'll go with South Carolina. Florida's not good. Um, they're definitely not good on the road. South Carolina, this is going to be like having a chance to beat Florida. That's I mean, just the just the helmet mm-hmm. alone will have them excited for that game. And mm-hmm. you know, they South Carolina's been okay this year Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't think they're a disaster or anything like that so yeah i think that um they're gonna take this game yeah i I just because they're at home i'll take south carolina yeah if this was at florida i would go the other way all right auburn at lsu what an interesting matchup what a, a great offense for lsu versus a really good auburn defense and then the other side of the ball auburn's offense is atrocious but LSU's defense can't, you know, stop a nosebleed right now. Yeah, it's in Tiger Stadium. That leads me to think I'm gonna. I think I'll pick LSU. But man, this this reeks of the game that Freeze wins that he's not supposed to. I think that's going to be the next week when they get state. No, no, they put Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> six p.m. <laughs> night game and and um. Jordan Hare, Hugh <laughs> Freeze. I think it's coming. Oh man! See, but you're taking LSU here. Yeah, I. Hey. I, I don't. I, I just don't think they're going to have the dudes. All right, um, Auburn at least. Well, here we go. Last chance for you to catch up this week. Missouri at Kentucky. This is a. This is a very interesting football. Missouri, in my opinion, should not have dropped out of the top twenty-five. They proved they were a one of the twenty-five best teams in the country. Yeah, they they've definitely proven it with me. I, I think I think this is a solid team. Should be a good game. I think they're better than Kentucky, but I the, this one being at Kentucky, yeah, that is, place is underrated, tough to win at. It is. I don't think Kentucky's that great of a team, no. like at all. No. But playing at that place, which I feel like almost every week they're hosting a home game. I know that they played on the road last week, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I guess they're playing the same amount of state, but it just seems like they're at home a lot. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Kentucky just with it being at home. I, I just – I don't think Missouri's going to win that. Missouri plays a lot of home games too. Yeah. I took Missouri last week and they bit me, although it was close. I, I thought I had it for for a while. I, I thought I was, if I go three games up, I'm going to win this. But 
Now I'm only one game up. Uh, I don't feel like I can, I'm can. i going to bet on them again, so I'll take Kentucky as well. So no chance for you to catch up this week. We will see. Now you're getting, you're getting scared? I, I, I think Kentucky will win. I, I do. I think Kentucky can run the football on them. And Missouri, I don't think they're very good defensively. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Tomorrow's show is the rumblings. You know what that means. Send in your questions, and we'll be happy to answer them. Uh, and then uh, Thursday show, uh, we'll talk a little football, a little basketball, a little whatever. And then on the weekend, we'll have all of our interviews that we're doing for the bi-week blitz with all the MSU coaches. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Robbie, now back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thank you for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.